Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash we have ways. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Achtung, achtung. Welcome to We Have Ways of Making You Talk with me, Al Murray, and James Holland, of course, uh, your Second World War History podcast, with all your Second World War History needs. How are you, Jim? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. You know, uh, it's pouring of rain. I've, I've discovered that, that, that Rachel was right when she said I was deaf, <laughs> which is slightly oh, really? humiliating. Oh, no. Yeah, what, what, yeah, what, yeah. What, have so, you got re- restricted hearing or something? You've got an, an issue? I've got an issue. I've got a hearing aid well don't have to do what you like wow and it's you know i'm quite vain so it's 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 hit me in the solar plexus i'm not gonna lie but but um on the other hand you know i had to go for a little trial walk around salisbury yesterday these bloody things in my ear really and um and literally, I felt like a spy. I could, you know, sort of like, oh, really? That's, that's what you think, is it? You know, sort of the, the couple thirty yards away. What suddenly being able to hear, or, or just, <laughs> yes. just, like, or is it more? Is it more and better a hearing aid? Is, is it more? Than yeah, you've no, ever no, heard? no. You, you can pick up all the stuff that you just can that has been lost to me for the last fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, I can stream podcasts through them, which is again, really yeah, they're quite sophisticated. These that's days. awesome. That's a, yeah, that's but a you know, just all like having stuff stuck to your ears. I mean, I hate wearing yeah. headphones of any kind, so yeah. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not happy. Funny. But anyway, more the point. How how are you? Um, how is India? How is oh, swimming well, in the hoogly? Uh, well, I mean, I didn't stay in the Hoogly for long. Um, uh, you know, like the fact that you got it. Dead, dead dog, impressive. dead dog, just out of shot. The, 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 the following morning, we we got on a launch and and went up the Hoogly, which was which was marvelous, which is great. It's amazing, isn't it? Because it's all got, it always has that kind of sort of slight haze and kind yeah, of but, fog and smell. Yeah, and... but what? But, 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 but yes, but what is that haze and fog and smell? Because we went out. Oh, I know something. Something. My director noxious. goes, "Oh, look, that's where the sewage is coming out. There's just yeah. these sort of plumes of brown yeah. coming up into the river." I yeah. mean, the 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 thing is, fog will shock you, eat your heart out. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, we did we we weren't there to take the piss, so you didn't want to go. You bathe in this shit, you know, because no, 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 of course. because after all, you know, um, Indian customs of bathing and all that sort of thing were were were, were actually, um, you know, they were into bathing in a way that that, that Westerners weren't when the when the when the Western the Indians first started, you know, running into each other within the last four centuries. You know, when the East India Company turned up in their ships, they all stank and were all disgusting, and the Indians yeah. were like, "Who are these?" Who are these smelly people? Yeah. You know what what's going on? So there's so there's that which I think is really really interesting. But but yeah, I mean, it, it ain't pleasant. 
Um, on the on on the way into the city, though, there was a there was a sign saying Bailey Bridge ahead. I thought, wow, this is brilliant, and there was. So uh, managed to get, <laughs> really, really it really was managed to, managed to get a picture of it as we zoomed past. That's and then very what exciting. was very, very, I posted it on Twitter. It was very nice on Twitter. Then all everyone's Bailey Bridge snaps started appearing from holidays all over the world. <laughs> Bailey Bridge is everywhere. There's I one here. You missed know. it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have added my own Bailey Bridge. And that, well, and there's some guy who's cycling in, in Cambodia. So, well, exactly. You see, they're everywhere. They but um, no, we had a <laughs> we, we had a fascinating time. And I was working with a with a uh, an Indian comic called Anavad Pal, who's a who's a great bloke, and and really a really really interesting um, a guy who essentially had an English public school education. You know, um, in, in an Indian Indian private school. I mean, he's just he's, like Harry know, Kumar in exactly, but he's in his. Crown. But he's in his forties, and so you know that's yeah. a while ago. All that, and um, but it's just it was it, it was fascinating. He's saying you know Kipling was on the curriculum, and it, it, no one was too bothered about it because it's about India, and we we want to learn, find out what the British thought about us, you know, rather than cancel Kipling. He was saying, I you know I kind of, it was very very interesting, and we went yeah. The, 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 what was it, it is an amazing place, isn't it? Oh, I mean, it's an it's, absolute it's Calcutta is extraordinary. You know, the, it big is East, extraordinary. the big East India Company building in the middle of the city that looks a little, you know, it's like St. Pancras Station without the spires, you know, that red it's brick. Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And then the post office next to which is where the old Fort William was. It, truly incredible. And lots of the fingerprints, you know, it's sort of weirdly like a European city that the very heart, the bit that they used to call Wellesley in the, in the very center of, um, of Calcutta. And, um, and you, you know, go to we, Park Street, Park Street Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. We well, we, yes, we yes, we 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 tried to go to find an old relative of mine, but they've demolished the north part of Park Street Cemetery, and it, and the, the, those graves oh, no. have all gone. Yeah, no, they're putting a supermarket in or something, which of you know, which is which is what happens progress. and it's progress and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but but it was it was no, we had an absolutely fascinating time, and then we went up to Gorkaland to Darjeeling. Yeah, amazing. Um, because because that bit Indian Indian Gorkas, you know, Gurkhas, they've just they've just become they've just become you know self governing within you know they're not ruled by West Bengal anymore. They've be, it's quite recent, and so the people there are that you know they're they're Gurkhas, you know, as, as as they're not Nepalese though, and there's signs everywhere saying we are India's we are India's Gorkhas. We are not just because we speak Nepali Nepali doesn't mean we're Nepalese. Oh, really? Okay, so they've got a very strong Indian identity. Yeah, yeah. Or they, that's what that that's what they want. But they still want, but they also want to be Gorkhas and sort of uh, autonomous right. within. You know, like like everywhere has got its own sort of regional flavour. Because after all, India, the idea of there's one India is like the idea of there's one Europe. You know, it's it's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 you, yeah. You know what I mean. But it was absolutely amazing to go up up to these plantations, and we went. Uh, did you go when, to Darjeeling itself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The city. Yeah, and, and to Goom, you know, on the on the. Um, How did uh, you get there? You can't fly into Darjeeling. No, no, you fly into you fly. There's a city near city. You fly into nearby, and then you drive for hours and hours up hairpin oh, bends through tea yeah. plantations. Yeah. Um, over Amazing. one Bailey Bridge, one Bailey Bridge at least. Because um, you've got the edge of the, you've got the northern edge of the, uh, which, which that's a, sort of a Sam, isn't it? That kind of an area. Almost, what, what you're almost, in, you're almost in a Sam. I mean, the, and, but, and but, you've got what, the Brahmaputra, haven't you, coming down? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what, what, what was, what was, what was fascinating though is, you know, you you think about the, you think about the engineering, and the effort, and the um, cutting into that mountain. We so we went to 
we went to a tea plantation, tea plantation, and the guy there's going, look, you know, the thing to remember is this was jungle full of tigers, and he's going cockroaches as big as by hand, and all this sort of thing, and and the and you know, engineering came and cut in, and we took the we took the toy train, you know, the steam train that that start, you know, that, that that goes all the way over, that goes up the streets, follows the streets around, and then when the when the bends too tight, it cuts across the street. It goes yeah. through the middle of the road and over to the other side of the road, and then it goes up up a bit more. And there's this fantastic loop in the middle where it goes round a couple of times to gain altitude yeah. away from the road. And at the top of there, there's a stop and the Gurkha Memorial with a with a Gurkha wow. with the, the Gur, a Gurkha with or a Gorkha Memorial with you know with his SLR, and yeah. then all the all the battles basically since 1971 that the Gurkhas have died in. But what you're really what I was really struck by struck by is the engineering. You know the the um, right. The, to carve your roads up those hills. Oh goodness! And then me, it, yeah. uh, which immediately put me to mind, you know, of the, of the roads that were built in Burma. You know, through a salmon into Burma, in sustaining Fourteenth Army, just the absolute effort, <laughs> engineering effort. <laughs> and it, unbelievable, isn't it? And and obviously, um, the power of having coolie labour at your disposal. Um, you know, which is a, a good thing, bad thing. <laughs> okay, how about this? The Second World War was won by engineering. 30 minutes, discuss. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, I'm very, increasingly starting to think that that engineering Very, is very, very hard. Thing. Very hard to argue. I would say it's very hard to argue with that um, that proposition. But it was it was absolutely it was absolutely fascinating. And, and it's just stunning, isn't it? I mean, oh, absolutely God. beautiful. So beautiful. And, you get, Although, and what I always love about India is, 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 is you know, whenever you're driving around, you, you can be in the remotest place and you have these sort of... You know these sort of beautiful women wearing incredible coloured yeah. saris, yeah. sort of sashaying down the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just—it's always such a—it's such an assault on the senses, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. Know, sort of, you well, know, and the smell the sounds, the the the, the, the sights—it's just. Yeah, and also, um, uh, I mean, I—you know—we we were in Calcutta for sort of three and a half days, and then we and then we, like I say, we flew we flew north, and then. Took ages driving up to Darjeeling. The drive back from Darjeeling was actually, we, we came. They said this is a quicker route, and it was all hairpin bends for about an hour and a half. You'd go hairpin bend fifty meters, hairpin or hundred meters, <laughs> hairpin bend hundred meters, hairpin <laughs> bend down, 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 down. You know, um, and they, they're going. It's a one-way road, and then there's people coming the other way. And it's ah, oh, Jesus Christ! It's all quite, it's all quite um, hairy. It stimulated so so many thoughts about the country, about the mm. empire, about the Indian army in the it, yes. it, and its role in the Second World War. Yeah, what was really interesting. So we went to the Tollygunge Club in um, Calcutta, which is which is you know the, a, a country club in the middle of the city that used to have a race course as well, but they, they had to yeah. get rid of the race course. You know, and it's, well, it's, it's been built on presumably. Well, well, because the club the club came under quite a lot of pressure to surrender some land to the city. Right. What what what's really interesting though is we, so we we you know we met this chap there who's my father was in the air force and I was in the army and all that and we and he, we, he I said oh I've just you know written this book ah oh, did you I I do hope you wrote about Bill Slim I said yeah I did I did actually and he says oh Fourteenth Army you know we get into Fourteenth Army it's an Indian Army victory um and you said you know, absolutely I'm on message and I'm, on that I'm like yeah couldn't agree with you more you know he says Slim's such a fascinating man and all this right it was just absolutely it was brilliant brilliant to talk to someone but the thing is i met i mean i did meet quite a few people if they were to express their opinions in a modern british context 
about the British Empire in India, they'd probably get cancelled because a lot of them would, you know, they were saying they were saying this isn't as simple as um, uh, Britain turns up and steals everything. You know, after all, the East India Company was borrowing money from people who were quite keen on cracking down on the Mughals. You know, were fed up with being ruled by the Mughals. So there's there's more to it than the you know that it's more complicated than a, than a simple story. But you know what? Uh, and there were, and there was a fair deal of nostalgia for sort of um, I- I- imperial stuff. But these were these were well off people. But but more importantly, you know, ben, uh, West Bengal, Calcutta was run by essentially Soviet-style communists for thirty years, who chased commerce out of town and ran it as a ran it as a you know as a as a communist state. So yeah. little, I think, little wonder that they're um, nostalgic, really, for the time before that. Where the country yeah. club, where the country club went unpestered, you, 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 you know what I mean. When you get to somewhere like this, there's always much more to the picture than from over here. Us trying to figure it out, and always away. Always, and, and, always, well, this always. Is, this is this, but this is also the um, this is the problem with you know with cancelling culture and 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 the decolonizing everything. It strips out any nuance and it strips out yeah. any discussion and any debate. And the point, point, you know, our, our past is complicated and yeah. nuanced and, it, and it's fine to have but a complicated I, but, but relationship I, don't, with it. I, I can have a nuanced conversation in which I go, uh, the East India Company were, 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 were rapacious and terrible. I you know, you can, you can, you can happily, yeah. in, in, happily include, I can happily include that in a, but also that there's so much Indian politics going on that, that the East India Company uh, are, are reacting to they're being exploited by other people as an opportunity to disrupt the status quo, and so on. It's it, it it's anyway. We but Darjeeling on the train coming up coming up through the you know because we were there and it was just misty, so we never saw the Himalayas in the distance. Unfortunately, right, which is okay. incredibly disappointing. Every, the three the, the three mornings we arrive and we're on the hotel veranda and you look over and it, we're in the hotel called um, the Mayfair, which is opposite the Viceroy's house. Oh, fantastic! And there's no, there's there's no mountains. And then uh, the next morning, no mountains. And the next, oh the, no, the, it's really really frustrating. But 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 whatever. I, it was the most amazing place to go. And and I don't know that I ever had Darjeeling on my bucket list, but I think I I, I do now, and I've done it. You you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. It's, um, one of those really. Well, I've really... never, I haven't been up there. I haven't been up to that part of it. I, I mean, I I just think it's such an endlessly fascinating country. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And. You know, I completely get why they're not really into the Second World War because you know they have partition afterwards, and yeah, and, you know, well, that we see that forming a state and everything. It, it, and, and... Interestingly, the people I was we were speaking to, they regard that as Britain's great crime, right? Br- Britain's truly great crime in 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 leaving in, in its, its relationship partition. with India as partition. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah, as the as the bit where they let where the British well, they just every, abandoned. They just let everyone down. And uh, that there was, I mean, you know, what was interesting was, that, you know, talking about how there was the fear of Red India. And basically what partition does is it leaves, it leaves India in chaos. So you can, you can leave with the place in chaos and you balkanize it basically. And you, it creates a situation where at least one of the parties, Pakistan or India, will come to America or, Brit, you know, for help in the event of, in the event of a communist, you know, because, after all, by the end, by forty-seven, it's clear the Cold War is getting underway. You don't know really which way China's going to flip, which is really important. I mean, one of the things is as we, you know, the 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 the, the drive we drove through miles and miles of military installations on the way to Darjeeling 
with very, very sort of um, explicit no camera stuff everywhere yep. we went. Miles, right. miles and miles, you know, with 25 pounder gate guardians and an enormous bridging center with tons of, with tons of modern Bailey type stuff. It was ab- really, 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 really interesting. Uh, but it was pa- partition that was seen as the, as the, you know, as, uh, as a sort of completely as a, as the disaster. Which I think isn't that interesting. Well, yeah, and and I thought, but you know, again, that's the people I was talking to, and and um, you know, sentiments running in different directions in India at the moment with Hindu nationalism and everything. You know, Bengal is Bengal, Bangalore, Bangalore, Bengal, Kolkata, very very cosmopolitan. I felt, and really, really interesting to be, place to visit. Though, of course, I'd caveat all of that is we we stayed in an excellent hotel. We had runners. We had fixers. You know, you know, you know what I mean. We, we, yeah. um, although we, you know, although I did go in the shitty Hoogly and we did walk, we walked through the flower market where that, if you've not seen that kind of, um, uh, you know, right on the edge of poverty market trading and all that, if you've not seen that before, it would be shocking. But having been to Cambodia a lot, also I wasn't so taken aback by a lot of the juxtaposition of poverty and, um, uh, and and wealth, which you do, which in those parts of the world you do. You can find yourself. They're on top of each other, aren't they? Very often. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what was amazing is we went to the, you know, the Museum of India round the corner from the hotel, or along the road from the hotel where we were staying, and you know, you, 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 my, the guy I was with, he was quite ruefully going, "I can see why you wouldn't send the Koh i Noor diamond back here." (laughs) Because, because, because you know the 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 the. The opportunity. I mean, there's a metal detector. There's a bloke, a bloke picking his nose with an AK-47 as you go in. But, but, the, but the, it, you know, yeah. comparing. But obviously, that's because we've invested in very, very heavily in the museum culture and all that sort of stuff over the decade, over the over the centuries, and and all that. But you know, um, and and India hasn't had the opportunity to, or or has not been able to. Um, it's just, uh, just the whole place was absolutely fascinating. But it made me really want. It made me really, really want to look again at the. At the Indian Army in the uh, really have a proper think about the Indian Army in the 1940s and you know uh, how you how you the balancing act that's going on with with the British the balancing act dealing with the Quit India campaign and trying to recruit a volunteer army that mm. you know it is to, it is the biggest volunteer army in the world 2.5 million but there's 300 million Indians. So they haven't actually recruited that many people. <laughs> no. You know, you could argue. Well, that's the other thing. That's why it's not part of. It's not a shared experience. That's why it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, why because you, you think all oh, those people. God, you know, why isn't yeah. anyone interested in it? It's because it's such a small proportion. Yeah, but you could argue quite successfully that's not a very successful recruiting campaign. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> um, but anyway, I mean, I, 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 I found it all. I found it all absolutely amazing. And the strangest thing was, and this is this is well off piece. Um, I'm sitting in the hotel lobby. When I arrive, I get in, and while the you know the room isn't ready, so I just I sit in the lobby with my with my director, this brilliant guy Andrew Fettis, and we're talking about what we're going to do, and he's taking me he's taking me through tomorrow's schedule and all that sort of stuff. And this this elderly part or party of elderly British people come in to the hotel in the lobby, and I think, hang on a minute, that's my uh, godfather Charlie over there, right? <laughs> and then I say to myself. No, it can't be. That's that's just that's just stupid. Because also, my mum had my mum my mum hadn't told me th- that that might be a possibility. And you know, the chances they'd be in the same hotel, pretty slight, right? Uh, anyway, 
and and we carry on talking and I, I keep looking back and my director goes look what's the problem why are you so distracted i said well this sounds stupid but i think that i think i'm pretty sure but i i couldn't for some stra- for some reason i couldn't be certain because it seemed so improbable so i think hmm. that's my godfather charlie over there and then and i said but i don't think he's why oh there's his wife yeah it's definitely him that's <laughs> extraordinary and they'd 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 meant to come for his 80th birthday 3 years ago Pandit got pandemic out. They've yep. been on a 10-day cruise down the Hoogley. How amazing. Um, they'd taken the train up, up country yeah. and then come down all the way down in a, in a, in a boat. And then they were going to look for um, uh, Thackeray relatives because the Thackeray's, it's where Thackeray's family made its money. Right. Is, is, um, uh, uh, Hence all we, the, we uh, all the India references in a lot of his exactly. books. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why Joss Sedley eats curry because he's brought... He's brought curry yeah. back from yeah. East India, from India as a, as the, don't the latest, you know. latest yeah. fad, don't you know, and all that. But I mean, it's re- re- but but it was that very strange thing of, and you also think, how small must the world be? I've crossed, <laughs> I've crossed bloody continents, and there, there there's. Oh, and going, I mean, oh. I'm in a city of twelve million. Yeah, and he's going. Hey, what are you doing here? He said, Oh, we. No, he said, Oh, we thought you, we thought you might be in town, but we didn't think we'd run into you. It's, like, oh, it's ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> It was quite. It was, uh, that is it was quite quite the adventure, and um, uh, like I said, I really um, I, I might read um, uh, Francis Tuker's book about partition because he wrote a, he wrote. Yes, a book, he did. If memory a, serves. If memory serves, I might read that properly. Yeah. I di- I, I've, I've got a copy. To, if you don't get, if you struggle, I've got, to get no, I've, got I've, I've got a copy because I bought all the Tuker I possibly get my hands on. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll I might give that a proper read because because you know. Um, that, it, it, like I said, it was partition that made the, the people I was talking to. It made that's the thing that made them angry, and I find that oh, it's absolutely fascinating, isn't it? Absolutely, fascinating. And, I, and you know what? I get it because because yeah. the haste in which it was done is that the, Mountbatten or is that the government? Or a bit of both. <sighs> bit of both. Bit of everybody. Bit of everybody. Mm, really. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, un, okay. un, un, unfortunately. Um, the haste in which it was done is the is the thing where you where you go, you know, because because basically they felt that the country was about to run under control, out of control, and that they should just get on with it. And that uh, that that I think is the great is the you know the the the, the great great error. Right. And you know, there's the whole thing that the the um, you know, Mount Mountbatten obviously is really really good with the with the political class there. In India, he's good at it because he's good. That's what he's good at. He's good at glad handling people. He's he's good at dealing with Nehru and generalized people. Like everyone else, he has an issue. You know, finds finds dealing with Gandhi difficult. But but you know, don't they all though? I think they all do. But that's that's the the brilliance of Gandhi. You know, Gandhi is able to able to be really, 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 really difficult and get what he wants. And because of you know. Because he's because he's it's all about non cooperation. You can't really you can't really argue with that. It's difficult to difficult to fight it. But it, you know it's it's you look at Cyril Radcliffe and and how he comes in. He's never been to India before. He leaves the day after he's done it all. He doesn't Bish accept bosh. doesn't accept payment. I had no alternative. The time at my disposal was so short. So short. I could not do a better job. Given the same period, I would do the same thing. However, I'd have if I'd had two to three years, I might have improved on what yeah. I did. So he came I, over I, hand luggage only. But, it, but basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and the and I think that's the that's the bit where you you have to, you know, like because 
the, 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 the pol- politics of the previous two centuries, you know, there's this sort of rising temperature uh, of British involvement in, in India, but it's but it's the exit that I think's the the bit where. Well, me, I think that's just absolutely fascinating, and that's and also that's in that's within our life, that's within living memory. You know, it's not it's not like the mutiny or, or the rebellion or the mm. first war of independence, whatever you want to call it. It's not like the seventeen seventy famine. It's within living. It's within living memory. It's the mm. thing that that directly has created the te- you know this this friend of mine Anavab said without partition, there's no way India and Pakistan would be. You'd have two nuclear states in this part of the world. They wouldn't have done it. It wouldn't have happened. There'd have been no need for it. Let's take a break and then um, we've got some other stuff to talk about. We'll see you in a tick. Welcome back to We Have Ways to Make You Talk with me, Al Murray and James Holland. And we've just been talking about um, my... uh, Well, we went to... Calcutta and Darjeeling within a week and back, which um, and the crew on the way home got banjaxed by um, customs and and couldn't get on the flight because they had too much equipment. Oh God! And God bless them. I I I go, but you know, me and the director are like, we're gonna if we can get going, if we can get through, we'll get through. And the crew are like, well, all right then. <laughs> and and I, I'm afraid I left them. At, well, I left something... them in Mumbai at the airport. Well, I've got I've got a present for you, and I'm just going to go and get it. Hold oh, on. Yeah. yeah, I think you're going to be quite Ooh, pleased with me on this. Hold on a sec. So, my Daisy absolutely loves going to. Um, she really, really loves going to car boot sales, and and yeah. she's missed them over this winter. It's been a dark a dark period, um, but the first one of the season was last Sunday. Yeah, and and her little face really lit up at the, when I said. All right, I'll take you there on Sunday morning at six or whatever it was. <laughs> anyway, you, you know, I mean, for anyone who's ever been to a car boot sale, there's an awful lot of tat, but every so often you can just find a little gem. And so what I've got for you is this. It's a fold away campaign chair. Because I've already got one. I've got that I've got I've got Norman Fields one. Wow. Yeah. I thought you'd be pleased with that. That's extremely cool. Isn't it? It's really, really brilliant. So next time I see you in face to well, I can give it to you next Wednesday. Um, but it's um, it's completely complete and it's absolutely genuine Second World War fold away oh, canvas chair. Thank you, Jim. That's fantastic. And I thought when we have our uh, when we're at We Have Ways Fest and we've got our yeah. TAC HQ, yeah. I can get out mine. You can get out yours. That's that's marvellous. And we can enjoy a bacon butty together the first thing in the wonderful, morning or whatever. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. There you go. So that's a bit of exciting news. Um, uh, also exciting is John McManus's To the End of the Earth has oh, literally yeah. just arrived 10 minutes ago. Oh, brilliant. So brilliant, that's brilliant, exciting. Brilliant. Got that to read. Um, and I've been quite busy while you've been away doing this Scampton stuff. Yeah. Um, trying, to, trying to stop that. And, and, you know, it's interesting. You know, I was sort of a bit disgusted at the kind of Faragis kind of taking over it. But I've literally just before I came on here, I did, a, I did an interview with Sky News. And, and I was saying, you know, we were talking about this. You know, it is, you know, I was just sort of thinking how completely abhorrent it is the idea that when you think of all those 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 refugees that have already been suffocated in the back of lorries, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now and they're planning to put, put shipping lorry, containers shipping on the containers. runway of Scampton. You know, and every single way is wrong, but it also is a sort of you know, I do think of it as a desecration of the heritage. You know, you've got this amazing place with this incredible history that goes all the way back to the First World War, all the way through the Second yeah. World War, all the way through the Cold War, and beyond. Uh, and there is this fantastic plan which turns it into this centre of innovation, of aerospace and aviation high-tech hub, yeah. you know, where there will still be flying, 
three hundred million quid um, private venture, so the government doesn't have to pay anything. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's it's a total freebie for the Tories to do their leveling up project. Yeah, you yeah. know, in a, in an area in a county that is incredibly. Um, uh, uh, it is not poor. I mean, not not rich. Yeah. It is not affluent. It is one yeah. of the least affluent counties in the country. I think it's in the kind of bottom five. Yeah. Um, but which preserves a heritage. You know, I was talking to Sally Grinrod Smith the other day, who is is the head of the West Lindsay District Council, who's desperate for this plan to happen. I yeah. mean, everyone in the area is. Everyone yeah. wants this plan to happen. Yeah. Because it's so obviously a good idea. Um, and you know, she's been talking about getting a, a Vulcan. You know, one of the original Vulcans there that operated out oh, there wow. in the nineteen sixties and having it as a sort of static display, part of the heritage, part of another visit attraction. You know, the plans for the officers' mess turning it into a hotel, it just it just looks absolutely amazing. And if I ever go to Lincoln again, that yeah. that would be yeah. where I want to stay, etc. Yeah. etc. Or you put shipping containers on the runway and turn it into a detention centre. I mean, it's just it's just so mad. It, you know, it's 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 bonkers. I mean, it, it is it is pretty frustrating that the that the tendency Farage East has uh, has decided to. Well, they turn it into Dambusters versus migrants, doesn't it? And don't yeah. they? And it's not yeah. about that. Yeah, you well, know. That's... I mean, to, to to paraphrase Gary, I think it's immeasurably cruel to put these people on a yeah. huge airfield in shipping containers. Personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I don't think it's good for anyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I. I don't even think it's good for the Tories, if I'm brutally honest. Well, but 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 yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know that they they strike me as sort of punch drunk, uh, really. Well, I think uh, they're kind of they're trying to weaponize the whole politically punch drunk migrant issue, aren't they? And they well, always call uh, yeah, them migrants no, rather than asylum seekers. Well, and there's all well, but you know what? Because the, the, there's also the sort of collision of the idea that uh, Rwanda's a great place to be sent to, but it's also obviously meant to be a threat, right? And I suppose it's a threat in that you end up in a country different to the one you were trying to get to, and that's the threat. But but well, we're random, but, we're random backed forces are going around murdering Congolese at the moment. Well, I know, so, I, know, know just, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, it, it, the thing is, it does, it does, it does seem, you know, you, the 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 thing is to resist the resist it being damn busters versus immigrants. To, to yes, got deathly got to resist that. It's 100%. about it's about the the neighborhood it's about the county it's about that development it's about uh, it's about all of those and things it, and it's about continuing scampton's yeah. aviation story yeah 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 but we'll you know we, you, anyway. you never know do you with with this crew um i mean what no. i what, what i sort of don't understand is that this is why have they not why have they not earmarked it already if they've got this great plan for how they're going to deal with with uh, this uh, immigration refugee issue, why why is this? Why suddenly are they announcing things? Why hasn't there been a thing online on track, set up, ready to go? Why are they being? Why is it also? Why does it appear to be so reactive? Is the thing I don't understand. If they've got it all figured out, but I mean, I don't understand either. But what knows? I do know is is that the Defence Infrastructure Organisation, which is the people that have come in and start putting Aris Rail all around the mess, and yeah. who have sweeped out Gibson's office and cleared off, cleared out of the um, the museum, yeah, yeah. they are taking possession of Scampton on the thirty first of March, <sighs> which is next Friday, I think. So, yeah, you know, time is running out. Yeah, <laughs> that is the truth of the matter. And and you know what the, what the tour is saying is that, you know there's still other things on the table we haven't made a decision yet you know if we do do it it'll only be a temporary measure mm. you know all that kind of stuff but but you know as I said before you know they said, that, they said that about Tynum, right you know well, they said, hit, right. well an income tax was temporary 
Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Income tax was temporary and taking over Tynham Village in Dorset as a firing range was also yeah, yeah. temporary, but it still yeah. is a firing range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But only, it's only temporary 81 years later. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. enough anyway. politics. Yes, should we enough well, anger and rage? Well, should we should we look at this you sent over this fantastic document? Headquarters 15th Army Group December 1944. Yeah, no, it's um, really interesting, isn't lessons it? Lessons from operations in the Italian campaign. Yes. Signals. So this now, is interesting because this is in David French's book, Raising Churchill's Army, and he ah. says that he says in the back of it that this is issued on the 16th December 1943, but it isn't. It's the 16th December 1944. Yeah. So I got it for because I thought it was 1943, but but it's still absolutely fascinating so I, yeah. I can't use it in savage storm but but no. um it's just so interesting and what i think is really interesting is is that alex alexander uh, who is the commander in chief of 15th army group the allied armies in italy yeah. sanctions yeah. this you know he gives it a tick unlike monty and um and uh lionel wigram's report yeah. Yeah. Uh, after sicilian campaign and blowing a yeah. gasket and eventually yeah. getting him shot effectively yeah. um on the adriatic coast Alex goes no. I think it's, I think we need to do this. We need to shake this up because you can sense that Alexander is getting frustrated by things that aren't, you know, things that are beyond his his control. Yeah, and this is a kind of we have to get we have to do better. And and I yeah. and I love the fact that there's no there's no sense of complacency here, is there at all? Oh it, God, it is, well that's what's you know it's, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty honest. It's tr- oh, it's fascinating, and also just. The, the 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 measures that are going on all the all the time you know the thing of laying lines in sort of uh, quadruplicate or whatever they call it where where you know you you you're trying to make sure your lines don't cut so you lay them at least four times you try to not put them you know the, this whole thing of where you've put your lines along tank tracks you've got to make sure that the tanks don't destroy them or that they aren't uh, destroyed by harassing artillery so you put cans down you put barrel you disused barrels down you put White, you paint them white so they're not crashed into just the attention to detail in in, in a lot of this. I mean, what's also interesting? This is about signals. Now, what what that also what signals also includes, you know, is uh, issues of communications in large cities. Uh, the express yeah. letter, the express letter, yeah. letter service, the effect of the electrification of the railways on signals, anti-aircraft communications, communications to the air. You know, um. Uh, uh, and all that, yeah. And I and I think that is fascinating. That the the, the the you know signals includes every kind of signal imaginable. So road signs as well as everything else. Yeah. And I think I think that, of which there know, are an absolute enormous amount. <laughs> no, obviously, obviously. But I, I no, I found this. I, I would. I well, mean, I, I thought there was a, there's a couple of bits here which I thought what? were really really interesting. So so so, so what they do is is there's a, there's a sort of overview of the Italian campaign up to December 1944. Yeah. You know, just a sort of very brief kind of you know resume of what's happened. Yeah, and then the second section on uh, chapter three on page twenty-seven is general lessons from the Italian campaign, yeah. and it says uh, the Germans do not normally give up ground until forced to do so. They're yeah. highly skilled in the choice of ground for defensive fighting and in the use of demolitions for delaying action. Their flexibility on the battlefield and power of regaining control and of recovery generally are remarkable and reliable 
to surprise anyone who has not had first-hand experience of it. So anyway, yeah. so the message is here, don't bring in greenhorn commanders yeah. of divisions. Yeah. Yeah. These factors need to be taken into account in all plans. If they're not, miscalculations and disappointments will certainly follow. And then it says, our own, this is an amazing paragraph, our own tactical methods are thorough and methodical, but slow and cumbersome. Yeah, I think they're being a bit harsh, actually. Um, in consequence, our troops fight well in defence and our set-piece attacks are usually successful. But it is not unfair to say that through lack of enterprise in exploitation, we seldom reap the full benefit of them. We are too yeah. flank-conscious. We are over-insure administratively. We are by nature too apprehensive of failure, and our training makes us more so. There are, of course, exceptions, but the whole attitude towards exploitation in our training needs to be more lively more spontaneous and much more enterprising. See that 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 really is interesting, um, because after all, you know th th this is th this this becomes the sort of story of the British Army's caution in later historiography. Historiography, this charge, doesn't it? Is the tr is the truth completely? I, 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 but they almost sort of contradict themselves because they, they, what they do a lot of uh, uh, that follows is about road capacity. Yeah, and in Italy, road capacity is not great because they're not most. You know, they are in the centre of cities and stuff, but for the most yeah. part, they're not asphalted. You know, yeah. they're not tarmacked. So you're dealing. You know, when you're going through the mountains or whatever, you're you're dealing with stuff that's going through mountain tracks and what have you. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and you know they're very quick to get churned up, and they're also absolutely mashed by by demolitions. And I think I sent you yeah. a photograph the other day of some bloke standing on a precipice looking down at a completely collapsed road on a, motor, yeah, yeah. On a yeah. mountain you know, with, with his dodge just behind him, looking a little bit forlorn. And, and you know, these are, these are real problems when you have, you know, and don't forget the whole way the Allies have set up, and this is a British report, but, but it could, you know, pretty much as equally hmm. correspond to the Canadians or, of course, Americans yeah. as well yeah. in, in Italy. The problem, the, the 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 problem you've got is you you you're starting in a position where we want to front load stuff so that we don't have reverses. Mm. <laughs> that makes you a bit cautious. Yeah. Although yeah. actually, they're not that cautious because it's a total slaughter of yeah, yeah. infantrymen in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah. got enough people coming through, and they just haven't got the kind of levels of supplies that you get, you know, yeah. D Day onwards in Northwest yeah. Europe. Yeah. I I I, I mean. I think people would be very interested in the way in the way these sort of documents are written, though, because just the attention to detail um, that they go into, the, the the absolute sort of fine point on a lot of it. And I mean, I, who who see who sees this report? That's the that's the, the, the maybe the, the the question I have. Whose whose eyes are going to get on this? And then what? And then what happens next? Well, it will be. It will get widely, widely circulated. It goes to the combined chiefs. It would go. It would go to the combined chiefs. They would see yeah. that, um, or, or certainly the army. It would go to Ronald Adam. Yeah. Um, you know, in charge of admin, it would go to all the training, all yeah. the training people, all the training institutions, all that kind of stuff. It would go to all the divisional commanders, yeah. all the corps commanders, all the army commanders, of course. I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah. The second section is morale. So morale is the most important, is the most potent factor in war, and it is yeah. largely dependent on adequate periods for rest, reorganisation and training, on keeping units and formations up to effective fighting strength, and on maintaining adequate supplies of ammunition and of the latest pattern equipment. Yeah. These conditions have not always um, been obtained in Italy, and morale has suffered in consequence. Our systems of accounting for personnel and for 
and of provisioning for replacements, ammunition and equipment require overhaul. The maintenance of morale is one of the commander's primary responsibilities. It should be the reflection of his spirit. It is often thought to be synonymous with cheerfulness and good humour, but it means far more than that. It must result in the development and maintenance of a fighting spirit, the urge to get forward, the will to overcome all difficulties and to succeed. It's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah. The th- the, I, I think it's 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 very interesting, isn't it, though, that they're having to tell themselves that. Um, you know, surely that's a surely that's a thing that everyone understands. You, 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 you know yeah, I mean? but isn't it just sort of you know? You, but, but you can't you can't you know in a in a in a in an essay on on lessons where yeah. clearly morale is such a, an important thing. You can't just ignore it because everyone assumes no, it's a given. No, but no, but, but yeah, but no, but that's but that's what's interesting though is that you have to re you do have to reiterate these things. You do have to underline them. You do have to go back to them because because actually that's how you're going to win. Um, uh, uh, but 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 the the key thing here, the key thing is 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 the correct provision of personnel and adequate periods of rest reorganization training on keeping units and formation up to an effective fighting strength and on maintaining adequate supplies of ammunition and of the latest pattern equipment. That's the key bit. Yeah. And yeah. that's not a criticism of people in Italy. That's a criticism of the bean counters and the lack of, yeah. you know, the combined chiefs for not supplying them of enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. What they're saying is, if we've got a morale problem, that's because you haven't been looking after us properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but I mean, what what I found really interesting is when you get into the signals bit, the wireless right. equipment, wireless equipment bit. There's the thing about the num- number thirty eight set, right? Yeah. Um, number thirty eight set suffered in the early days from lack of confidence. This set has been mass produced in very large numbers, and certain of the early batches were not up to standard. Right. So, so what you've got is the this, I think this is really interesting. A pro- the problem of new and better equipment is that if people aren't familiar with it, they don't think it's any good. And then it becomes a piece of bad equipment, regardless of its actual... Regardless, regardless whether it's any good or not. Yeah, exactly. The main cause of failure, however, was the low standard of training, which is partly attributable to the high rate of casualties. So the battle you're in traps you in traps you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, so we're in an ever-decreasing circle, aren't you? In, 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 I mean, it's, it's just, it's so interesting. Um, improved training arrangements have, however, gone far to increase the standard of operation, hence the usefulness of the set under battle conditions. So, you know, you can have a good or a bad radio, but if you're, what it amounts to is how you're trained on it. And, and uh, you know, th- th- this is the question with equipment always, isn't it? It's if yeah. you're well trained on a piece of equipment, you know, it's like the, it's like the, you know, the, the, the ballad of the poor old Piat, which is, oh, it's crap. But if people are well trained on it, they, they can use it effectively. And it's an effective piece of kit that works well for them. But if they, if they're not, and if they're not familiar with it, then that's that's actually your problem, not the piece of not the piece of kit. In the in 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 in, in many instances, and I, 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 I all of the signal stuff I found so fascinating. And the, the bit that I went straight to in the signals report was signal and cipher security because after all, yeah. The British, the British throughout the war have a real problem with this. They're bad at it, and in the you know, and in the desert, the Germans take take enormous advantage of that. You know, um, take great advantage of that and and use it use it to get to get a jump on on Eighth Army certainly. But what what's so interesting in the signal and cipher security? Basically, they say, look. If you do map references in open, if map re- reference codes are used, they may be broken. 
you know, um, Matt references sending clear another fruitful source of information to the enemy. And what he says, he says, I know you're, I know you basically it says, I know you find using code on map references a pain in the ass. And I know that those codes do get broken by the Germans, but the time and effort it's, re it requires them to break them consumes their time. So they're basically saying you need to put the time and effort into encode stuff properly because otherwise you're, you're saving the enemy time and effort. And I think, you know, um, uh, and this is stuff they're getting from prisoner statements and captured documents that British signal security is really, really slack. And, and that, if that's happening in the entire Italian campaign, that, then the le lessons of North Africa have not been learned. No, the, the, well, and nor have they been learned when it comes to urban operations, because there's a big no. section on that, fighting in yeah, built-up yeah, yeah. areas, which I yeah. think is absolutely fascinating, because it yeah. says, says yeah. summary of lessons. If a town is well defended, bombing, however heavy, will not necessarily destroy the garrison, <laughs> who may be able to shelter and reappear when the bombing is finished. The bombing of Casino raised great heaps of rubble, which then had to be cleared before tanks could operate in the town. You know, and, and so, you know, it was decided not to bomb Ortona, but artillery and mortar fire destroyed the buildings almost as completely as bombing would have done, as did German yeah. demolitions, to be fair. Yeah. But, okay, it says the best way to to advance through a town is through houses and not up the streets. But but yeah. for that, you need the houses to be intact. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. If they're all yeah, destroyed, yeah, 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 yeah. you can't do it. So, yeah. you know, that's the lesson of Casino. It's also the lesson of Ortona because they do methodically clear Ortona by going through the streets and they're using piers to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just fire a pit straight a wall. That sees that one at sorted. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you move into the next bit. You know, so yeah. and that's how you do it. And and what is so amazing is that the New Zealanders are on the flank of Ortona. Yeah. They're on the westward left hand flank of Ortona. So, you know, they're having core conferences and, you know, army conferences yeah. and all the rest of it. They're absolutely yeah. and when Freiburg is in charge of casino, what does he order? Are following yeah. the destruction of the monastery on the 15th of February 19, 1944. He then yeah. follows it up with the destruction of the town. And the town is 100% destroyed. It's just absolutely, <laughs> you know, and, you know, there are aerial photographs of it. You know, you can see photographs yeah. of, of the destruction. It's, it is absolutely horrific. So what the heck? I mean, yeah, yeah, why yeah. would you think that's a good idea? When you're already in theatre and you've already seen what happened in Ortona, yeah. You know, it's insane. And then, why do you then go and destroy Caen? Why do you then go and destroy um, Cleve? Yeah. You know, why does Horrocks, at the beginning of Veritable, yeah. go and destroy Cleve? Yeah. Well, and he's you know, when will these people learn? And he sort of sheds a, sheds a tear beforehand. It's a terrible thing that I must do, sort of thing. You know, I do it with a heavy heart. But, yeah. You know, yeah. Sod it, yeah. we're going to do it anyway. They shouldn't have started yeah. it in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just incredible. And, and I do find it – I mean, okay, this came out in, in December 1944. And so it's a very – hasn't happened then. Yeah. But you don't need a report, you know, nine months after the event to learn the lessons of, you know, key le lessons, do you? No. No. And, 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 I mean, maybe this report is to say, is to say look, for God's sake – you know, um, yeah. to prevent we, we, infiltration, every house must be secured after capture. We can't secure yeah. the house if it doesn't exist. If it's a yeah. pile of rubble. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's got a list of all the weapons that were used. So, so tanks used singly and in small numbers, very close behind leading infantry, armor piercing to make holes, followed by high explosive firing at very short ranges, e.g., fifty yards. Armored <laughs> bulldozers essential for clearing rubble. 
yep. field artillery, not very effective for destruction. <laughs> the whole of the whole of Italy is, you know, where any of the army has been has been destroyed by artillery. Yeah. Airbursts force the defenders downstairs and sometimes enable the attackers to advance from house to house by the top story. Um, then it says anti um, the piet used for blowing holes in walls. Three inch mortar used for harassing. Two inch mortars used for smoke grenades. All types were used with success. So close quarter, hand-to-hand stuff, isn't it? That's basically yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. It's That's just, what it comes it's down just to. So in the interesting. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's fascinating. I mean, that that it is interesting though that your lessons from the Italian campaign are being dished out in December nineteen forty-four. Does feel a little? Does feel a little late? <laughs> little after the horses. Bolted. A tiny bit, doesn't it? But there a you bit. go. I mean, it's. Uh, um, that that that's that's uh, that's admin, I guess. The time it took to type this up, they had, they were also quite busy in the interim. Well, they are, they are, but I, but 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 you would have thought, wouldn't you, after after the twin failure of of you know the tactical failure of of, of bombing the monastery, yeah, and the tactical failure of bombing destroying, not bombing, totally raising Casino yeah. Town, yeah. you would have thought that very quickly someone has said, uh, chaps. Um, uh, memo all round. Just want to let you know that in future, don't go around doing mass bombing on these things. It doesn't work. But perhaps they're thinking, but but Norwood of Norwood of fighting it house by house, and armor. You know that that there's no control. There's there's no control experiment, is there? In in this in this. But, um... I, but house to house has got to be more effective because you can actually manoeuvre, whereas yeah. you can't manoeuvre through and over rubble. Anyway. fascinating anyway, really interesting well um that's that's all we got time for today we um uh thanks very much wide ranging wasn't it um yeah we hope you enjoyed jim's um uh walking the ground in ortona that uh, went out on thursday um oh, yeah. yeah 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 good stuff that fascinating all of it yeah anyway we will see you soon our family stories is on sunday as usual we hope you're enjoying that um they were they're great fun to read and we're we'll coming up to you. the big 600 aren't we yeah we're coming up to the big 600 as well yes absolutely um we'll see you all soon thanks for listening bye bye cheerio